Hey, welcome. It's another edition of the Brattlecast. We talk about books, all kinds of books, old, rare, out of print, collectibles, family heirlooms, and uh, and just the kinds of books that I love to buy on the outdoor rack at the Brattle Bookshop. Uh, just great. I get plenty of reading material under my arm. Ken Gloss, of course, is the proprietor, and he joins us here. And we thought we'd have you talk a little bit about one particular customer who's got an interesting storyline. And again, uh, no names here, but a she, it's a she, we can at least mention that, yes. has been a customer for a long time. So uh, what can you relate about her? Well, this, this is a story that uh, is interesting. It's more someone that's we've gotten books for, but more I've bought books from her. And this started 25, maybe 30 years ago. And it's something that I tell my new employees, and, and I use it as an example, um, and uh, to say what someone looks like, what someone uh, comes in, what their name is, so on, treat everybody well. Um, and this lady went into one of our competitors up on Beacon Hill that's not in business anymore, but one of the was at one time one of the great bookstores of all time. But the owner, when he got, the son of the owner, when he got older, was a little bit crotchety and so on. And this lady came to the desk of the receptionist and she said, she had, her name, she had married, her name was a, a Serbian last name. In other words, sort of a long ethnic last name. And uh, she asked to see this gentleman and she waited 10 or 15 minutes and he didn't come out. She asked the secretary again, could you wait another 10 minutes and just said, well, this is ridiculous and left. She contacted a friend of hers and I'm pretty sure it was a friend I had bought books from recently. Uh, the friend's family had started Brown University mm. uh, and their last name was Brown. But uh, so she, they recommended me, she called, I, you know, was very friendly on the phone and said her mother had passed on, which is why a lot of people call. They had a house uh, on the North shore um, of Massachusetts. And, you know, would I come out and look at the books? And I said, fine. And, you know, it was all friendly. Well, their house on the North shore of Massachusetts had about, uh, had 150 acres of land on the ocean. Oh, wow. 150 acres of land on the ocean mm -hmm. on one of those nicer towns, a little north of Beverly. Uh, nice neighborhood. <laughs> a very nice neighborhood. And the house at the end of the, right overlooking the ocean, they were actually going to donate to the trustees of the reservation. And they would, it was being torn down and I bought the books and she was very, very nice. Uh, and it went well, and that was maybe 30 years ago. Then I got a call from her again, and uh, she asked if she had another house on the property, and could I come out? Well, you get to this house, and it's sort of an, it's a newer house, but it's an old style. And my my wife came with me. This lady was a wonderful a woman. She was Obviously, for the 158, she was fairly wealthy, but she was a doctor. She treated people all over the world. And uh, we get there, and you walk into her dining room, and there are portraits on the wall. Portraits are by Copley and by Gilbert Stewart. Hmm. And they're all relatives. Oh, my. And, you know, I, I remember she said to one, she said, oh, this is Colonel Inman. 
He used to have a lot of land in Cambridge. Inman Square, you know, probably in, in named Inman after Square. him. Yeah. So, so we're, you know, she's showing us around the place. We're looking. There were some nice books. Um, and then she says, would you like coffee? And normally I don't drink coffee. My wife's fine. And we, you had to say yes. What, what can you say? Uh, and you go and she, this, she pours the coffee in this nice service. And as my wife and I both have it about halfway to our mouth, my wife goes, this is a very beautiful tea service. She goes, oh, yes, it's Thomas Jefferson's. <laughs> and it's like our hands freeze. Now, I do the Antiques Roadshow, and I, a few years ago, I was looking back, and I retold this story to one of the uh, porcelain and glass experts. And he goes, oh, that's just a story. He goes, every family has a story that, uh, you know, this was Thomas Jefferson, this was George Washington. I said, you know, I said, yeah, but in this case, I have a feeling that it really was. Of course, I don't want to know that it isn't anyways, but uh, it was. This, it's amazing because I've also seen and dealt with some things that this family's donated a lot of items. Can you imagine four handwritten drafts of the Declaration of Independence? Not, not the first print, before that, all in Thomas Jefferson's handwriting. I'm having trouble uh, realizing that you're drinking tea out of a cup that Thomas Jefferson might have sipped tea out of. That's incredible. Well, and, and they gave 400 in drafts, but the best one had John Adams's notes in the margins. <laughs> I, I mean, you, this, that something like that even exists is pretty amazing. Uh, also, one time I got called in, the, the, uh, the uh, items were at the Massachusetts Historical Society, but I got called in once they were loaning some things, 400 drawings of Monticello, all in Thomas Jefferson's hand. Mm. I mean, you're holding these things, and Thomas Jefferson drew all of these out. So I believe that that coffee and tea service was Thomas Jefferson's I'm believing it now, too. Yeah. And we've been called in a number of times, and just recently, she was moving out of that house, and we bought a large bulk of the library. Uh, we're going through it now. A few of the books will go back to her because things got moved by moving companies and there's some personal things. But you that's one of the things in with what I do is, first of all, don't assume anything by either how someone's dressed or you, you can assume by the way they treat you. In other words, if they treat you well or not. But don't assume that, you know, that they're not the most wonderful people, whether they're rich, poor. But by doing that over the years, and I, she's recommended me to other people and, you know, that she knows who have had libraries. So I always, you tell my assistants, no matter who calls, take the notes, no matter who comes in, treat them well, no matter, and you don't know whether they're someone you know, who might have Thomas Jefferson things, or it might be someone who, you know, really is just starting out. Mm. Uh, I'm going to steal a story from one of my colleagues that that emphasizes this type of thing. And they had one of the greatest bookstores in Los Angeles. They're still in business, but 
their main thing. They've uh, downsized a lot. One day, and this is a rare bookstore. It's not like mine. It doesn't have used books and outside books. And and someone, you know, sort of a street person, long, shaggy hair, clothes that wasn't that nice, a little bit dirty. And the owner of the store and the person comes in and do you have any old Bibles? Now, the thing is, when someone says, do you have any old Bibles? And they look like a street person. You know, you sort of go. And he said, well, I treated them well. I showed a few things. I didn't make a real effort. And, you know, spent about 10 or 15 minutes. Person goes, oh, well, you know, maybe I'll come back again some other day. That person leaves. The, the employees of the store come right up to the owner and go, what did Bob Dylan want? <laughs> I had no idea who, who <laughs> that might have been. Cases, it just sort of emphasizes that, you know, just treat people well. Not that they're necessarily rich or famous or not, uh, but they're going, you know. It, it's interesting. It sounds to me like the lady with the Thomas Jefferson stuff was so real and natural and nonchalant, not to say I am related to Thomas Jefferson. She seemed like a, just a, it seems like the way you're describing her, a very down-to-earth person. Am I right? Oh, a- absolutely yeah. down-to-earth person. That makes it so much more exciting it, and fun. And, and when, when my wife and I both went out there, it was, you know, sit down, have a cup of coffee, look at this. Why don't I show you what this looks like? She took us on a tour of the area uh, and, you know, she didn't have to do any of that. Uh, and so, it you know, it wasn't like, oh, this merchant has just come in with this trade person that you, you know, we need him to do something. And so it also makes us feel good. And, you know, we look at it, you know, you can be, it, it works both ways. And for me, it's worked out very well over the years. And the other thing that I've done over the years without her ever asking is anytime I get books on her direct relatives, not the Jefferson bees, you could have thousands of those, but some of the more direct relatives, there are a few, I've always just got them, sent them out to her, and uh, and she's always said thank you, and, and a few times uh, invites us out, and it's always fun because the place and the land is beautiful. But when you're dealing with this, you're dealing with people and it's it's just, you never know. And like I say, some of the things that people call you about or you see or you have to appraise or you buy, it's almost mind-boggling at times to say, that really exists? Hmm. There are things like that out there? And I deal with this every day. And, uh, you know, you, it's just amazing. And that's the fun of it. Well, I, I don't have a, a Gilbert Stewart hanging up in my apartment, but uh, if I did, I'd want you over for coffee. Probably uh, a coffee set served to uh, somebody more contemporary, Millard Fillmore, somebody more contemporary. Well, that, you know, <laughs> and, and you'd find out that that would be, there'd be a million stories to go with it. Yes. And uh, you never know. And, uh, and and there's always something in the invite, in the th- thanking, and who will invite, and what they tell you, that's, that's the fun part. It certainly is fun, and it's all about people. It's a people business, ultimately, and that's why Ken is so good at it. He's Ken Gloss. This is Jordan Rich. Hey, join us again next time on the Brattlecast. Ken, you have a great day. You too. Thank you, Jordan.